Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Food News and Choose Radio, sponsored by our friends at Sullivan University. How's everyone doing? Hey, we're cool as cucumbers. We got hey. we got a big show. Sylvia, Jeremy, yeah. uh, Norma, we got a big show today because Martine's Pastries is coming in, and they are not coming in empty-handed. Yep, and the stuff is going to be so good. I love that place. But I want to start us out with the mm-hmm. top candies okay. for Easter. Oh, okay, Easter. What do you think okay. is number one? Well, the cream egg, right? Which one? The Cadbury cream egg. No. no. Wrong. All right, the peep. The Reese's peep. The what? Reese's egg. Reese's egg, number one. Wait, 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 wait. no, wait. So Reese's. the Cadbury c- came out with the candy cream egg, and then Reese it's, comes in and just takes okay. over the market? I think so. Sorry, Jeremy, it's yeah. number five. It wow. is the what? It is number five. Okay, can I, can I be honest? It's because of the price of eggs now, right? Here's a surprise. The Cadbury <laughs> egg looks too much like a real egg when you eat it. It freaks me it out. It does a little. look weird. It looks so much it's like got a real that egg. Yellow in the middle. <laughs> what is yeah. that stuff? I don't in the know. center. I don't I, know, but it's weird. I, it, it freaks does me look. out. Okay, this one's a surprise. Number two. It's. I'll give you a hint. It's related to the Reese's peanut butter egg, and it's called. It's you've seen them. They're in the grocery candy section now, and they're shaped like an egg, and it's like a plastic container. Like, oh, like a, um, kind, oh, I know what you're talking about. Kinder. Kinder eggs. Kinder, yeah. Yes, the Kinder eggs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's wow, number those two. Are, those yeah. are really good. It's like a dip or something. I haven't had So one. there's two kinds. There's the American Kinder egg, which is a dip that you eat with a little folding spoon. That, okay. That, and there's the German Kinder egg, which they legally can't sell in America because it's a piece of chocolate with a toy inside. And we're mm. not, according I to the FDA, that. we're not smart <laughs> enough to eat them without. Right. So they put the is toy it, on the I, outside. I just want to right. ask one question: Is there something he doesn't know? <laughs> I'm going to stump him one of these days. Uh, when it comes <laughs> to like candy culture, I think Twitch is going to have it. Candy and junk food. I yeah. love candy. You have to math or science. Okay, nothing. number three. I don't know now. I I'm hear jelly people beans. who love these jelly beans. Yeah, that's a good related. one. Related. Sour Patch. Very related. Chocolate bunnies. A kind of jelly bean. Kind of what do you hear? I hear it all the time, and I hate them. Uh, and I'm a jelly bean not aficionado. Candy Licorice? Starburst. Oh. Starburst-flavored jelly beans? Yeah. yeah. See, I've never even bought I those. Hear. I just get the jelly bellies. Yeah, I'm not a Starburst fan. I love head. jelly beans. Brock's jelly beans is what I love. But these are number three, Starburst. Do you guys think if there's something that happens when you hit a certain age where sour stuff stops tasting good? Because as an adult, I don't like want to eat... sweet things. I like sweet things. I don't want sour candy. Mm. See, I think Sour Patch Kids are good. I don't. I think that's an individual thing because yeah. I probably I liked it less as a kid and like it more now. Oh wow! Okay. So I'm kind of. Okay. Ver- but I had to look this up. This is what's in the okay. Cadbury egg. It's a um, white fondant made from sugar, glucose, glucose syrup, inverted sugar syrup, dried egg white, and flavoring. This is healthy. I mean, <laughs> white egg white. <laughs> Sorry, that's. Yeah. I just wanted to know what's in that. Okay. Well, yeah. now we know. Number four. <laughs> Guess what number four is? Okay. Hint. There's a lot of. You see them everywhere. Peeps. Everywhere. Lentz is the brand. Lentz. What do you see Cur- everywhere? Lentz. Another hint. Gold. The truffle. Oh, the Ferrer Rocher. No. The gold chicks. Uh, rabbits. Gold rabbits. Gold rabbit. Oh, like the They're foil everywhere. wrap rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. Foil. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. 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 The chocolate bunnies. Lind chocolate bunnies. Right. Gold ones. Huh. I know this because at the last minute I've forgotten to get the candy stuff, and you can always find those bunnies. <laughs> okay, number five. I already told you, mm-hmm. Cadbury. Yeah. Uh, number six. Okay, number six. 
Hmm. When I think Easter, I'm trying to think when I think Easter, what do I think for, what do I think of candy? I go for the chocolate bunnies. I go for the Reese's eggs. The the, the peeps are not my thing, but people seem to like them. Jelly beans. What else is there? If I could read my writing, I would tell you that it's Hershey something candied eggs. Hershey something. Chocolate candy Just chocolate candy. Just chocolate eggs? I think of the foil wrap. Just a little chocolate eggs. That you can buy tons of them and put them in the bottom of the basket. They're basically like egg-shaped Hershey Kisses. Tiny ones. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, Okay. what's number seven? Uh, Peeps. You just said it. Gotta be Peeps. No. No? You said it. I did? You just said it and you didn't even know it. I don't listen to what I say. That's my wife. <laughs> we don't either. Yeah. <laughs> kisses. Oh, Kirk Hershey's Kisses. Okay. okay. Any particular flavors? Just no, the just cho- classic chocolate? And now they're starting to make those things for seasonal. So, you know, you yeah. get the colors, the pastels, uh, like they do the York mints. And they have the filled ones. Like where, yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Number eight. It peeps has to yes, be in there peeps. somewhere. Okay. Yellow Chick Peeps. Yeah. Yellow Chick. Okay. They Not so the pink many. ones. The, the thing I read said it was surprised by that, that they thought they would be higher ranked. Right. Than that. Yeah, me too. And well, they're everywhere, you, yeah. You eat one, and then you're like, this is why I only eat them once a year. You know what I mean? It's not like in July, you're like, man, I wish I had some peeps. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 they're okay. But they're making peeps now for every holiday. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, number nine. Is it egg related? A set of your favorite characters. They're on TV all the time. Uh, set of my favorite characters, Mike and Ike's M and M's. Mike and Ike's, that's pretty good. What M and M's? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know the peanut guys that. Yeah. Work I love them. That's a good. See that one's that's a candy I know. Yeah, that's yeah. a good. That's a good candy. I'm trying to think, what would be number okay, ten? Number what is ten? What do you think? What do you uh, think? Top ten Easter candies. Drum roll. This is I'm a stumped here. Guys. Yeah, I am too. What does I'm Sylvia love? Oh, candy corn. Well, I do that too, but. <laughs> oh. What? Jelly beans. Just jelly beans. regular old oh, Brock's just jelly beans. Just Brock's yeah. jelly beans. Okay. Me. I've, I've already bought six bags of them. <laughs> See, I, I guess I'm jelly. I didn't. My granny, when she's tired of Easter Best stuff like that, she I didn't really buy the store candy. She always made this yeah, one sure. candy in particular. Mm-hmm. What kind? It was called seafoam candy. And what is it? Well, let me tell you about it. And people out there may may or may not this is an old southern thing i think but it's a meringue and the way you would do this is take egg whites at room temperature uh and basically whip them up into a meringue like just whip up your egg whites to stiff peaks in the same time you want to use white sugar and brown sugar and corn syrup and salt and bring that to a really really hot syrup um i can't remember probably 240 to 250 degrees Mm -hmm, probably 255 mm -hmm. the typical crack there uh and you're going to slowly drizzle that into the meringue and it becomes brown and some people can put in some vanilla extract or if they want chopped nuts my granny did not so you've got this whipped meringue and it tastes and that's it, it and right it there. Dries and it dries and it's crunchy. And then you put it on a sheet tray or she just put a baking sheet and she set it out to dry. And over the few hours, it would dehydrate and you'd have Be this crunchy. crunchy meringue kind of brown sugar molasses candy. It almost we looks like, wow. love it. It looks like a very airy peanut brittle without the peanuts. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But it's, it's flavored. A, it's brown. It comes out brown. Yeah, because of the brown sugar and you and, cook it to it's kind of dark and amber. do you use molasses? Uh, well, I guess it, it's got brown sugar in it. So, you know, you pour that's mol, there's molasses on 
would pour okay. that over white sugar to get brown sugar. Interesting. So that's a really interesting little candy, a homemade candy. It only takes a few ingredients. Okay. So potato candy is like that too, right? Homemade. Because there's not a lot of candies people make at home, but those potato are too. Candy. Potato candy is, you know, a lot of powdered sugar, potato. Um, potato flakes. That, yeah. It's like gnocchi can be made from potato, right? right? It's making potato what a dough. Thing. And make bread out of it and everything Does like that. Does it have that. any wheat flour in it? Uh, typically not. No, I mean, oh, we're talking about potato gnocchi? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I was wondering candy, if you could eat it if you were gluten sensitive. You could mm-hmm. probably make it with other with with gluten free flour. Now mm-hmm. I've seen gnocchi on the shelves that's gluten free. I don't think that'd be hard to do. But gluten stuff just doesn't taste good, guys. I'm sorry, the bread yeah. doesn't taste good at all. Mm-hmm. You'd almost rather go without. Well, yeah, it's not bread. Thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just not good. It's and you medium. know what I keep wondering? In order to, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but in order to make it gluten-free, what else do they have to put in it? It's sort of like the meat substitutes. Yeah. If in, you, you know, is it so full of If you got 30 ingredients, in, is it actually better than just eating meat? You might as well. If, right. Or just, yeah, I don't know, maybe. If you have celiac, then I get it. Do we right. see, like, the, the fake meat category? Is that kind of, is that still as big as it was a year ago? Because a year ago, the Impossible Burger and all that were. I think it's down. Um, I think it's down. I think, uh, so what I'm seeing, well. I'm still seeing, like, the Quack Chick and the, um, I can't remember all the different names of these things. But the the more traditional ones are be- are, are kind of back in fashion, not the Impossible. Yeah. But. The traditional um, you know, ones. meat alternatives are, are still pretty popular. Well, lab created meat is yeah. too. Hey, speaking meat, of which, yeah. Meat, okay, let's talk about meatballs. Okay, a little bit off the Easter topic, right? But they found a three thousand old year old mammoth, and mm-hmm. they I guess did something and thawed it or whatever they did, and made a giant meatball. Well, actually, it's a little oh. different. It's, okay. a, it's even more well, scientific. It's a story. They took the DNA from. So we we have a lot of mammoth. Uh, DNA because typically they well, they, they roam the earth and they, they roam the earth ten thousand years ago and so they they're find relatively their bones and stuff yeah. and we actually find some frozen ones sometimes yeah so what they did was they lab grew about four pounds of mammoth meat the same way you've heard of like lab you mean grown, in the lab yes. grown meat yeah they did so what they did was they they lab grew about four pounds of and, mammoth and meat. this meatball was huge yeah and they turned it into a meatball. But they say you can't eat it because they're not sure what it, it does to your immune system. Right, because it is a, a, a meat we're not familiar. with. But it was so fun with the late night hosts because Colbert was talking about it, and he said they say we can't eat this thing because it might do something to our immune system. And we eat, and he shows this to a hamburger patty with two big old giant breaded breaded chicken fillets. Surround it. We eat yeah. stuff you can like get that. that at, like, I mean, let us eat KFC a mammoth right pop, now. A meatball, you know. <laughs> so, but here's the crazy part of it. So they, they did do this lab-grown mammoth meatball, and they say in the future, as long as we have the DNA, you can pretty much lab-grow any meat you want. Yep. It might be good meat. Well, like- so they're going to try to do this, but then they said you can grow T-Rex meat. We have T-Rex DNA. Mm-hmm. We have it. They say, I'm in. Yeah. With enough time, they could grow you a T-Rex steak. A Would T-Rex you eat it? burger. So well, you guys would. I don't think I would. I don't would. think I would. I, I mean, I, I think I need to try this. Well, I mean, I think I need to try lab-grown meat because... <laughs> have you ever tried it, Chef? No, I've never had access to anything like that, nor has it even been presented. I mean, these are still in labs. Yeah, so um, it's very expensive. But I'm very curious because, you know, a lot of what our work is as chefs is breaking down the cuts and the primal cuts and knowing what to do with each part because each has a different texture which mm-hmm. lends a different cooking method 
Sure. Um, because, you know, you don't, you know, braise a New York strip right. unless you want a really bad meal. Um, so I don't know. What does it taste like? Is it going to be like a, a filet? Is it going to be like a ribeye? Is it going to be like think, ground meat? Wouldn't is it you gonna think like gamey? I don't know. Because they were hunters and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but then this thing didn't hunt. You know, it just grew in a lab, but so I don't know if it we, get the terroir. Okay, here's that. a science question for you, or evolution question. Yeah. Do we eat fatty meats because they were bred? To, that's what domestica- domesticating an animal was all about, was adding more flavor, thus fat. And fat meant survival. Like yeah. fat meant. So they domesticated them. Right. So our brains are hardwired fatty. to crave that fat because that means and, I'm going to survive. And that's why we have gamey meats where like a turkey that you eat at Thanksgiving that you buy in Kroger's or a big box store or wherever, wherever you buy a turkey is got fat on it. But if you go out and hunt, they're gamey. They right. don't have a lot of fat. Let me ask you this question. For And I, I asked this question to my wife who's a vegetarian. But part of the thing about this lab-grown meat is it is actual meat. It's real meat, mm-hmm. except it does not come from a living animal. That's right. So if you are... It's a living cell. Yeah, it's living cells, but no animal was killed. So if you are a, a, a vegetarian or vegan for moral reasons, yeah. do you think you'd be able to eat like a lab-grown? She, she said no because she's been it's a vegetarian so long, meat freaks her out. But the I think texture a, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but I think a lot of people would be morally okay with it. Well, let's ask this question. I think it kind of takes it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, if you're eating a hamburger, like I was the other night when my kids were staying with me, I've had two sets of kids and they were staying during the power outage. And we had these delicious hamburgers. And my son announced in the middle of eating these hamburgers that it was from Woody. Woody was the cow they bought. They bought half a cow. Oh, yeah. And his name was Woody. They named him. They raised him. They slaughtered him. And all of a sudden I was like. Can't I don't do want it. to eat Woody. I don't <laughs> it's got want a name. to eat. And the other person sitting there t- next to me said, that makes me like it better because it's Woody. Woody gave his life for us, and we should appreciate Woody, and he has a name. He's right. However, I don't I just I don't, was I don't want to know the name of the, the burger that I ate. Don't let it die in vain, Sylvia. That's true. You might as well, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was good. Woody was good. What were you so was say? it a I'm grass-fed sorry. cow? I don't know where it they got finished. it. Some farmer, and she names her cows, and then she kisses them goodbye and takes them to the slaughterhouse. Well, yeah, some that's freezer what you beef. And, you know, I mean, my, my in-laws have, I mean, 200 heads of cattle. They have a cattle farm. So, I mean, we always have grass-fed beef in our freezer because, you know, they'll slaughter one or two animals for themselves before they take the other to the stockyards to be sold. But I'm just not a, not a big fan. Of grass-fed meat. No. Why not? I mean, these little three months of corn, he's a little fat, he's a little flavor. Yeah, I mean, it's just not, it's inferior. So, okay, so grass-fed beef But from a husbandry standpoint, I mean, these animals are grass-fed and they're pasture-raised, you know, all their lives. The only difference is they don't go and eat corn for three months. So tell me about Wagyu. That's what a special feed, have? special, it's a Are they different fatty? bread of animal. It's more like a, I think it's crossing like a, a, almost like a bull kind of animal, like a big, big ox that used to mm-hmm. carry heavy carts. So it's a big fatty animal and they feed it a diet of grain. Is it only in Japan or has it expanded into Kobe is only in Japan in Kobe, Japan. Now, the same principles are um, called things elsewhere and they're called Wagyu. 
So at Bacoby and Wagyu are the same process. Because there's a restaurant that just opened here, Jack Brown's, mm-hmm. that yeah. serves only Wagyu burgers. Yeah, so it's the same the same process, a big fatty, you know, mm-hmm. high, you know, fatty intercostal marbling animal. So it's you know, delicious. I absolutely love it. Yeah, real juicy. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's where all the flavor is. Uh-huh. Okay. So what, so I don't know, I don't... <laughs> When it comes to like grass-fed, there's grass-finished. There's a lot of different designations when it comes to beef. You said the grass, the grass-fed is not superior as it comes to like taste, texture. It doesn't have the fat, right? Matter of opinion. I but mean, but in, but like so, what about grass-finished? That means that it was fed corn, but then it was finished in grass, right? There's a lot of terms that we might not understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, grass-finished comes from. Only grass-fed cows their entire life. Okay. okay. So I think that's probably, you know, that's that's nothing but grass. It's okay. grass-finished. So, I mean, then the, the, the other grass-fed may be fed. Grass-fed itself is fed up to a certain point, but may be finished with some corn. Okay. Right. And so... And- that's a little tastier, you say. The yeah. corn actually adds to the fat. Yeah, in my opinion, I mean, there's going to be purists out there that are going to argue with me, especially people that are into local food, which I am too, guys. And it all boils down to a husbandry thing and, and you know, how you treat so the animal. So why do people do just grass-fed? Because it's healthier for you? Because it's not as fatty? Um, well, th- I, there's been studies that say that there's no difference, but, you know, there's definitely a higher fat percentage in the meat, but some people aren't afraid of fat. The alternative feed is corn, uh, uh, just most to be clear. The all, yeah, well, that's what the, I mean, every, every cow is grass fed in a pasture until the last three months of his life. And then so whether they got to a stock yard to get fattened up with corn or not. Corn fattens them. Yeah. Grain. Can't get fat eating grass. No. It uh, seems no. to be the lesson. I no. imagine, yeah, so, you can't get fat eating grass. I don't know. So um, eat grass. It really depends on if you, you, you want, you know, the animal is going to be food. So if, if you want to say you wanted to pass your life and a great life, then get your grass-finished beef. If well, uh, grass-fed, on the other hand. But it's not going to have the fat. Mm-hmm. No, juicy stuff. I'm not going to eat grass, but I am going to be pastry f- uh, fed here in a little bit because oh, yes. Martins is on the so way. Good. So we got to take a quick break and come back with Martins Pastry. So don't go anywhere from grass to pastry. Much better. <laughs> mm, back in a moment, Food News and Cheese Radio. <laughs> Sometimes some days are just better than others. And when the folks from Martins show up with a box of pastries, it tastes better than it, others. Absolutely. Yeah. Our friends from Martins Pastry, Martin and Jim, are here. And Martins Pastry. Mm-hmm. Uh, legendary Lexington location. Uh, you guys are on 3rd Street now. Not your first yeah, location is, in Lexington. Which is an amazing first. place, by the way. <laughs> oh, it's but fantastic. It's uh, a, thank yeah. you guys for coming in today. And I'm thank eating you. an ear. You're Just welcome. so y'all thank know, I'm having. eating a bunny ear. Bunny ear. Yeah, yeah. I think y'all munching well, on it. I'm going to keep, keep bragging, adding on to what Twitch said. It's not only Lexington famous. I mean, you guys are nationally worldwide. renowned. <laughs> and uh, worldwide. For, for, for many reasons. You know, one excellent cakes and pastries but martine i've seen you on like national publications for cake design yep. i mean this is serious cake high is level art. master pastry chef stuff right here mm-hmm. in lexington kentucky yeah uh-huh. you know there's a, a there's a it's like a, a a good home chef doesn't always make a great restaurant chef because you know it's a different kind of cooking same thing some people can decorate cakes but then there are people who are cake decorators and that <laughs> and uh, maybe the maybe that's just doing it that's repetition right Doing yes. it over and over and over yes. again. That's a uh, lots of trial and error, uh, learning on the f- in the field, and just you know people will bring you some ideas, and sometimes I have no idea how I'm going to get it and done. Then you create then a you work just of art. Yeah. Make it happen, you and then that's how one job at a time it's you like get it art. done. It's it like is. art. It's like art. I gotta yeah. say though, before we get too far, 
this is an awesome place that isn't just about the cookies and the cakes and all of that. Yeah. It's actually one of the iconic little tiny places that's not so tiny anymore because yes. you now have an upstairs yes. art gallery. Mm -hmm. I hear people describe it as their office, away from their office. Oh, nice. And they go upstairs, and they squirrel away and do the beautiful paintings. Yes. And then the tomato soup is to die for. Thank you. And the, just all your lunch items and I such. Think, I think you're touching on something. You know, Martine's, when I uh, and use you, it's on the commercial side, you know, for cakes and pastries or things like that. Or if Dupree has a wedding cake, we'll make the contact and, and such like that. But you guys made this transition to downtown and a new facility what can we expect when we come into martins now i mean because this is a full mm -hmm. give me the give, give paint a picture for our guests mm -hmm. you want to share sure. that with us yeah yeah it is it, it is a picture to paint um we're the 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 basis of it is a bakery cafe and cake shop um and like you all mentioned on top of that now we've added the art so i we, love that we yes. kind of like to call it uh we're we're, we're kind of calling it the culinary and traditional arts merging at martins it is. Um, it's amazing. Yes. Amazing. And these are artists, local artists, yes. I think. Um, yeah. I yes. Saw kind Julie. of up-and-coming artists. Yeah. And there's some really, uh, some artists that I've heard of. The Chamber of Commerce executive director's wife is one yep. of the artists, I know. And it's been, a it's been like a project that got kind of born before COVID uh -huh. through Sylvia Sorrell. She said one day, can I curate for you some artists that you could we could have upstairs? And that's how it got done. So, you know, and who is she? Who is she? Sylvia has been a client for a long time. Oh. The rest of her family, she's an MD, but she also teaches art and then many, many other things. And her name is Sylvia. Oh, Sylvia, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. One yeah. of the best so names. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> she's, a, she's, an actual, she's an actual curator. Oh, wow. And she, and like Martine said, she actually came to us with that because we had always wanted to have art uh -huh. up there and we'd had a few things up there, had some friends, we'd have a couple of expositions, but nothing like what she can do. So mm -hmm. you are correct. She has brought in Amazing. local, All around. Yes. local uh, Central Kentucky artists. We're in the gallery hop now. Okay. Wow. So, so people will stop by. Yes. I didn't even know it was there because the last time I'd been there, mm -hmm. I was in the you know the beautiful little downstairs, and then somebody said, "Well, there's more upstairs." Yeah, and so I went up there upstairs. and had mm -hmm. coffee. There's and more culture in Martins than some cities. <laughs> I know. She's the epicenter. <laughs> now you guys notice there's a French accent, Martine. Just and, a little bit. Uh, I, th I think that's something to brag about. French pastry chefs. <laughs> Can you tell me about your background in training? We haven't. My mother, actually, my grandmother, she would uh, allow me to just do her apple turnover, and we had like an old wood oven, and I would bake anytime what I wanted. So it was what's like that free fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was that recipe? Sneaky. Was it something that was just in your blood, or did you actually have to train? Uh, I imagine training training in, in, in France would be oh, it's like being in the military. Well, my mom was a, so from my start with my grandmother, my mother worked in a restaurant, started as a waitress, just moved into the kitchen, became the prep chef. And then the chef liked her so much and she was so talented that she became the second in, in command in that restaurant. So home was French cooking every day. So is there, would you say there's a difference, would you say there's a difference between American style pastries and French style pastries from a, a flavor point of view, a sweetness point of view, texture yes. is, what, what, what would that be? Usually the American pastries are sweeter. Mm -hmm. That's my experience. We have kind of, we balance more of all the layers of taste, taste, texture and flavor that can hit you at different 
time, you know, when you eat it. Mm-hmm. First might be a sweet, and then the savory, and then the, uh, a tartness, however, but it's always layered. You should hit all those notes. Exactly. So I agree, and I don't mean it to be offensive at all, but I call Americanized desserts kids' desserts, mm-hmm. and European oh. desserts adult desserts. You oh. know, they're, they're usually not as, mm-hmm. like, decadent with it. overloaded with sugar. You taste more than sweet. There's layers. There's stratification. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. taste each ingredient. It seems much more pure. And also, glycemically, I typically just feel better when I'm not eating yes. an overloaded, processed, right. sugary I mean, yeah. pastry. So, yeah. what are, tell us about the things you brought today, and I mm-hmm. am, can't even talk because I'm eating one of these. This is a hot cross bun. It's delicious. Cover or you're it is so good. <laughs> so we we bought a, actually a cross-section of things we're going to carry for Easter. Uh, our pastry chef, Samantha Berg, along with her team, they're fantastic folks. Uh, and she wanted you to try today our hot cross bun. Yeah, tell us I mean, about those. Because that's so, a famous um, Yes, she famous added dessert. some... Uh, to be honest, I'm not really sure what she puts in there, but it's kind of addictive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's I was gonna say. So I didn't know until I was in my early 30s that a hot cross bun was a pastry and not a song. Because when you're your little American <laughs> grade, you right, grow yeah. up playing, you know, learn hot cross buns on the recorder. You, that's what you play. Mm-hmm. So or I didn't know it was song. a real food. <laughs> yes. And then someone, that's the best version of it I've ever had. But that's thanks. delicious. <laughs> that's thanks. amazing. Yeah. So, so the and it's, then like it's like an Easter. Poof, it's, it's an a Easter. Easter because of the cross, it's an yes. Easter yes. dessert. And then when it's more of a, of a it's like a, like a sweetened or a fortified bread dough, right? Yeah, it's like a brioche yes, kind of okay. thing. So a butter leaven bread, is it, there, it seems like it's got a whole wheat factor to it. A little bit, and then some, uh, uh, you can tell she has a little bit of spices and cinnamon. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, uh, resins, and maybe a little bit of orange peel in there. Ooh, but yeah. the top, the, nice. uh, the little strip, the cross, uh-huh. has such a... A, a sweet but also mm-hmm. tart taste in a good way. It's yes. delicious. It makes yes. you right. It it's, makes you go back for more. I know. It's way it's better. Delicious. The ones I've had, <laughs> like around here. Sorry to say, y'all out there, was like some yeast rolls with some like yeah. glaze yeah, right, on right, right. top. <laughs> that those so, that's delicious. So, so what's your big sell? Like, tell us about your season. Is Easter your biggest season, or yes. I mean, it's one of the biggest season along with you know Mother's Day. That's going to come weddings, up also. I guess yeah. or, we just uh, came out of you know many other seasons but wedding that's definitely something actually yeah. jim is going to be Keen- with me on and then keeneland you want to cover yeah. keeneland maybe yeah keeneland. Yeah, keeneland. Ke- keeneland is well i mean we've been working with Keen- keeneland for quite some time now but keeneland has kind of become a big thing for us we do the butter cakes with them oh um and in particular we obviously it happened but we did breeders cup with them and it was absolutely wow. phenomenal yeah, good we, for you we did the we did the 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 breakfast pastries we did breakfast at the track with them it was an absolutely incredible experience. Yeah, that's awesome. What are butter baits? Their uh, offerings, you know, that having having your product out there. That's a yeah, nice what thing. are butter buns? Yeah, yeah. they sound good. Yeah, yeah, anything with butter and buns. Butter <laughs> and bun yeah. just goes together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butter and bun. You can't go wrong with that. Uh, so, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the chef at Keeneland too, and I've seen a, yes, a lot of community engagement with him, which He's Keeneland awesome. has not done and in the past. Of course. I, I'm not saying that selfishly Keeneland hires and is the lifeblood of this community, yep. but having the, the actual chef sourcing some of the local products to feature to all these out-of-town guests. Mark, yes. Yes. Yeah. Mark is, yeah, yeah. I'm really proud of what job. he's doing with that. Yes. Yeah. Like showing off, what, you know, to, to our worldly guests what Martine has to offer. Yes. And you, you guys are correct. He really does embrace the, he br- embraces the local. And there are a number of other places, I mean, Lexington places that he sources from. And it is true. It's really awesome that they've, that, that, that they've 
brought it in that way and that yeah. you're doing it. And it was not like a week in town that he was already at our door. I, I got yeah. it. So I got to tell like you. Well, really searching. Well, I was people who do the best of the I was, best. I was Why not get you guys to do <laughs> it? I was having lunch the other day at DV8, which yes, is just around yes. your corner. Yes. It's great. Yeah. Place Tanya too. Councilwoman, awesome. Tanya Fogel came yes. in and she had this huge <laughs> container of tomato soup <laughs> and she sat there and ate the tomato soup <laughs> at DV8. I loved it. I mean, she was just like talking away, you know, Tanya. And she represents that area. Tell us about that area because you were a pioneer in going into that location, yes. right? Yeah, you say yeah. More about the, it the, the East End has been really a wonderful home for us. Good. Yes. And part of the reason, like part of the inspiration for us going down there is that at, as Lexington, of course, which does quite a bit of infill, as they started to develop some of the, uh, the other neighborhoods, West 6 and the distillery yeah. district and so on and so forth, we had opportunities to go into those districts and we were a little bit wary to do right. it. Right. Over the couple, three, four years, we saw those those areas flourish. Yep. And when this one yeah. came up in East End and we realized that it was one of kind of, you know, one of the ones left, um, we, we took advantage of it. And it has been just a phenomenal move for us to, yeah. it's, to it's, go It's there. transformative. If you've been down there lately, I've had, for some reason, then that area lately. And it's, you know, it's all that development with the DV8 complex. Yes. Yeah. And then right yes. around the corner is all your the place. artists. Uh, yeah. The village. Yeah. And the yeah. village. And it takes people like you to do that. I mean, it takes uh-huh. independent operators that come in there and, and kind of redo that. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, I love what you've got. You've got an institution. And I think that's why you've been so successful. You're not attached to any other thing going on. Martins is going to be there right. for 50 years. I mean, yeah. or more right mm-hmm. in that building. It's mm-hmm. just yeah. it's perfect. Will there, will there be future Martins? I don't know. We have a future parking lot attached to Martin <laughs> in the meantime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a start, right? Yeah, because to fill up that upstairs, you're going to exactly, need more parking. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then to, to just say one more thing about the neighborhood, it was actually, they were also very welcoming. I have yeah. to say mm-hmm. that the communicate the the whole association. There's multiple association in that neighborhood. And through Steve K, actually, and his wife, okay. they were yeah, instrumental to make his... Mm-hmm meet with the leadership i'll be honest no one's upset when a bakery or when a bakery moves in next yeah. door and like delicious no one, yeah. and no, tomato soup happy. yeah like <laughs> if a bakery i don't care where you are if a bakery moves in next door you're gonna well, be pretty happy i'm filing it. smell complaints right. because there's no <laughs> way i can wake up you know, to that in the morning if, you, if you've got councilwoman fogel on your side yes <laughs> she's a force oh, of yeah. nature she's a force of nature you have to she's amazing yes she's awesome. and she was Do slurping that soup still make a crook madame yes mm-hmm. And Monsoor, I don't know, you know, there's the difference, but uh, yeah, that's that's probably my favorite yeah. French-style brunch it. lunch. Uh-huh. I don't know what you call it. Can you yeah, explain yeah. why that's better than the American yes. ham and cheese? Like, why is that far superior <laughs> to the American? Well, ham and cheese? Be, because <laughs> because it, the cheese, the cheese and the sauce. Well, it should be a, a, a bechamel or a, you know a Mornay on yeah, top, and then grated Gruyere. But you, whether or not you put the cheese in the sauce or the sauce in the cheese, the cool part is the sauce and the cheese are all over the sandwich, <laughs> not just in the sandwich, like all over all the sandwich. Over Would it. you say? That the the croak I guess the, the uh, Madame has the egg the Monsieur does not right I think that's, that's right I'm sure I'm yes. butchering the, the pronunciation no, you're good you're good but would you say that that is the precursor to what later becomes the hot brown because they're not that different it's no, totally where that guy got the idea <laughs> it, the, the, the chef from Louisville straight up got a French yeah, got cookbook <laughs> and yeah, said I can do this with right. country ham <laughs> cheddar cheese and oh, turkey and turkey and bacon with bacon yeah yeah, yeah. 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 turkey 
and bacon. Yeah. Really two things. That, but, oh, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. But I was going to say, we stole back something from that because we put country ham into our, our croque monsieur. <laughs> well, instead right. of it makes sense. Ham. It just makes sense. But isn't yeah. that how all cuisine evolves? You come yeah. to a place. Absolutely. And and you each, might not have country ham in France. area has its own variety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have the opportunity to local country ham. You know, yeah, from local, from of course. Like, how how many cakes do you do a year? What's your cake, oh, cake. volume? Oh my God! Uh, and wedding you, cakes, and you do maybe small like uh, hundred and thirty weddings, yeah. maybe. Are all your cakes weddings. custom, or do you have like stock? All of cakes? it. All so of we have on hand. You want to say what yeah, we've we got on hand? We have um, we have what we call celebration cakes on hand okay. for birthdays, anniversaries, so on and so forth. Good to know. Those are available. You can walk in, you can get them, you can order them. Good then to know. Then we do know. what we call specialty cakes. Like tiered cakes, custom design, and then of course the wedding cakes. And I would say between the specialty and the wedding, if you combine the two, maybe 250 something like that per year. Of yeah. weddings? And of her, yeah. Probably more with the specialty. It and, is um, very popular. Well, it's good mm -hmm. to know that you have. I don't mean to, I can't think of a better word, and it's not the right word, ordinary cakes. Just cakes no, that no, people can is, yeah, come in cake, yeah. and yeah. buy a cake. Because yeah. some places yeah. have, are not doing cakes anymore. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, it's and better than, like, supermarket cakes. So, yes, that's yes. one That's one point I wanted to make. Having a local bakery that actually has some celebration cakes on hand, I think that's where people get confused about a cake shop is they think yes. that they're going to have to pre-order and stuff like that. And a lot of people just don't plan yeah, nowadays. They don't. They're a day Correct. out, they're like, I need a cake for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. They go to the supermarket. Mm -hmm. Guys, no. go to Martins. Do go that. to yeah. Donut yeah, Days. Absolutely. Go to somebody locally yes. that's Are baking and making Are your stock cakes a uh, certain kind? Like if I go in and my kid's birthday party and a typical mom I am, I would forget. So I go in, I order a cake. Is it like chocolate vanilla, or is there just one kind of stock cake that you keep? We always have on hand four flavors at least. We have our champagne strawberry, our yellow raspberry, our chocolate, and our, of course, iconic pistachio. Yeah, the pistachio, pistachio. I mean, that's the one. <laughs> Everybody wants pistachio. the pistachio. What yeah. kind of icing is on that cake? French buttercream or <gasps> chocolate. You are oh, killing me. <laughs> so i got to ask a, a stupid question. This is kind of for you, too, though. Yeah. So you do like you do a lot of wedding cakes, and you yeah. do, you know, you cater to wedding. weddings. Right, do weddings, right, right. <laughs> do you, I would be, ter and I'm sure you've done food. this a thousand times, so it's nothing. I would be terrified, nervous every time I had to move a wedding cake. It's one of the most oh, yeah. nerve-wracking things it, I've ever it's seen in my life. Probably in the life. comedy and scene of movies, well, yeah. And <laughs> these, we we typically love to have them delivered by Martine yeah. and put in place. You know that we because it's a yes. work of art. But there are situations where that cake's got to make it to a top of a mountain in Pikeville. Right. Yes. And that's not fun, guys. <laughs> right, I mean, yeah. it's yeah. like. Like it, like you need to staff one person to sit in the truck holding and the hold cake, the hands of the cake <laughs> with the air conditioner on. Yep. Yeah, that would terrify me. Well, Full what? blast for three hours yes. wearing mittens in the back of a truck. It feels, it feels like what? you've been doing that before. <laughs> <laughs> What's the I oddest delivery? I've got pictures. What's the oddest delivery you've ever made? What's oddest what stands delivery? out? Hmm. Good question. Did you ever have to go up a mile and uh, up a mountain? In yeah, in I mean, yeah. we did that. We, we did uh -huh. that. And it was very steep. There was on top of an old uh, cold yeah. mine. Uh -huh. You know, reclaimed. And then the yes, reclaimed. And, and it was very, top. very steep. I have to say, I was sweating a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and this is yeah, for like we coal people's weddings and. Yep. They order cool. big, cold big cakes. Time, yeah. It ended up in a magazine, actually. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. And well, you, that's you, you were right on that one when we actually got there and we started up that road. Uh -huh. We stopped. Ooh. Martine got out. I walked. She got it. The she thing. Got it. 
She got in the back. And <laughs> <laughs> All right. Making so sure. well, it's like your baby. I, I love this it topic. Is. Martine, in, in the slow motion in your head, I know this has happened. Can you replay having one fall? Has it happened? Because we're talking about 20 hours of work. Yes. She's never oh, yeah. lost a cake in her life. I had, when I started the business, I had a three-tier cake in the back of my truck, of our truck, and it slid off <gasps> its oh. its board. And when I opened it, the whole family was here <laughs> waiting for oh, me. Yeah. And I just did open, close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my. It until I said everybody and got to start, everybody got away. And I just opened and just slid it back, just just it back yeah, in. You just, yeah, you were able yeah. to salve. And, and, and another time then. we had actually, it was more of the gate. It was an automatic gate, you oh know, yeah. one <laughs> of those big mansions. <laughs> and it closed <laughs> on <laughs> us. Oh. And she had to either stop or speed. And then she went through it. And we were delivering another very big wedding. And then they had to figure it out. But we helped to each other's, you know, council and yeah, and that's fixed th- it. That's the advantage of having a place, you know, the size of ours. Yeah. yeah. We're, you know, we in, in any, like in all of those situations, <laughs> we got them fixed, we got them out, we got them there. Yeah, we, yeah you know, another team came from te- the shop. Backup. Oh, okay. The no, other yeah. Co- call it the backup support. cake. <laughs> back, that's exactly right. <laughs> Would other bakeries almost lend a hand? Like if you call, like, uh, if you're a baker and you, you go, got hey, any cake? Right, right, hey, yeah. Is yeah. that actually happening? Like, camaraderie. Hey, man, I yeah. I imagine there's got to be some camaraderie there with bakeries. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, many You pick each other up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm out of butter. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, What's that? Yeah, flour. Yeah. Eggs. Uh, yeah. Sure. You got to make yes. those calls at restaurants, right? I'm sure hey. we all did this past few How years. The, yeah. uh, have we the prices, has inflation hurt anything? I mean, because are things you have a hard time getting? Sure, For mean, a certain time, but really our products are very basic. You know, as long as you got eggs, sugar, butter, But flour. eggs and butter have been nuts this year. Right? And then we got lucky because right before COVID, we got a huge order that came from our provider. So we were good for months. Oh, good for you. So oh, you dropped the truck. It yeah. was like a big, big invoice, but we were so happy we had that big yeah, invoice. Yeah, you locked that in. <laughs> yeah, nice probably a lot of people yeah. wanted cake lucky <laughs> during the now pandemic. I know <laughs> that you guys have big stocks <laughs> <laughs> on hand at any given time. Well, that's a, that's a major that find because yeah. I didn't know where other than big box stores. I had stores. Sylvia running around for everything all yeah. over. Yeah. The, yeah. You're making Costco runs us. get eggs. Oh, yeah. I was. <laughs> box I got. I was doing we only got, got a couple minutes left, but Martine's Pastries, uh, uh, Jim and Martine are in here. And so check them out online at martinespastries.com. I was actually just selfishly looking. I saw your guitar cake. Yeah. And when you make realistic things, you make like realistic things. Like it's a realistic guitar. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, he was a musician. He was a band, so... I had yeah. to copy his, his guitar, so might as well be accurate. Did you know Martine did my groom's cakes? Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah. How many years ago? Uh, 17. I'm glad that oh I'm glad I remember that on the spot there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are good. Okay. Yeah, yeah so good. I remember it like yeah. yesterday. Yeah. I appreciate, and I'm Thank sure we you. all appreciate you guys coming uh-huh. in, but more often Thank we appreciate you. you guys bringing in all the pastries. Yeah. And bringing <laughs> them out. Uh, Martine's guys. Pastries. Go check them out online, martinespastries.com, but you should know where it is. On 3rd Street. People Third can Street, go, yep. Go find them and yep. go eat well, and we'll see you guys next week. It's Food News and Choose Radio.